What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. It's a podcast about things that are happening in the Big Ten. Football Week 11 just finished up. Lots going on there. We're in the full full swing of basketball season now, I'm going to call it, even though it's only the second week, technically. So many things going on in the Big Ten. We're going to be chatting about football today. We're going to be talking about some of the standings, what happened in these games that just took place over the weekend, and what you can expect looking forward. We'll talk a little bit about some bets and a lot more coming up in just a moment. But before I get to that, I believe Spotify is 100% working now. For some reason, still not up updating my artwork that I've asked it to update the basketball logo for the basketball episodes and the football one for the football episodes. Still not working. Don't know why. Not going to stress about it, though. Just going to keep putting episodes out and uh, having fun while we're doing it. Also, this weekend, I'm getting ready to talk about some of these football games that happen, but I'm going to be so transparent with you guys. Maybe too transparent, even. Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of these games. I had a couple of friends in town and neither one of them were Big Ten fans. So on Saturday, I watched a little bit of that Michigan State game, probably half of it. Um, a little bit of the Purdue and Illinois game at the same time because of how big that game was. I didn't get to see the ending of it, though. And then for the 330 games, I didn't really get to watch a lot because we actually went out on Saturday night. But um, I was keeping up on the scores. Trying to keep up. I didn't tweet as much this weekend either because, like I said, I was kind of hanging out with some people. I, I, not kind of. I was. But I didn't want to be rude and just be tweeting the whole time like I typically do. So a little bit of a slower week on my end. I apologize for that. I'll be back in full force week 12 because we're coming down to the wire now, and some of these games are going to be huge coming up. Really huge. Basketball stuff's going to be coming out on Tuesday and Friday. Excuse me. Tuesday and Friday, basketball episodes will be coming out, and we're going to stick with Monday and Thursday for the uh, football stuff until the conclusion of the season, which is right around the corner. All right, let's speak about some of these games. I'm going to do that quickly because I have a little segment I want to do about the Big Ten West towards the end of the pod. Ohio State, 56, Indiana, 14. We knew that was going to happen. I didn't expect that many points to be scored, but uh, Ohio State puts it on them. They win. They're undefeated in the East. Purdue upset i'm gonna say upset because they were favored and they were at home so they should have won especially with the implications in the west that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks purdue upsets illinois 31 to 24 high scoring game there as well i was kind of surprised with uh how how good illinois defense has been i was surprised they let up 31 points that's like 21 points over their average going into that game so kind of a surprising game there Michigan State is continuing its winning ways. They are but a win away from being bowl eligible at 5-5. Five and five. And I think that they will get that win. We'll talk about that on Thursday, um, their last couple of games. I think they'll pick up a win and they'll make it to a bowl. It's not going to be a great bowl, but they will be bowling this year, I believe. Penn State is staying red hot. They've been playing really good lately. Even the Ohio State game that they lost, I thought they played really good. They shut out Maryland. Maryland completely fell off after starting 6-2. and two. They've lost a couple in a row now. And uh, they lost to Wisconsin last week and then now Penn State. Uh, good win for Penn State. 30-0. Shut them out. Covered. Did all the things that good teams do. Uh, so congratulations, congratulations 
to Penn State on that victory. Also in the East, Michigan stays undefeated at home against Nebraska. This was never close. It was never a contest. No one thought Nebraska was going to win this game, and they weren't even close. It was 34-3. Michigan didn't score as much as I thought they were going to. I thought they'd open it up a little bit more on Nebraska, but it's a 31-point victory. You can't be mad about that when you're trying to stay undefeated. Can't have any missteps, and they didn't. Minnesota puts one on the worst team in Big Ten, in the Big Ten this year, Northwestern. They score 31. Uh, Northwestern scored three. Sullivan was back in there. He did fine. I didn't get to watch this game, but I'm just looking at his stats right now. He didn't throw a touchdown, but, you know, they got, I'm sorry, Sullivan <laughs> for Northwestern did fine. He didn't throw a touchdown because they didn't score a touchdown. Um, Ibrahim did what exactly what I thought he was going to do. I talked about this last week. He scored three touchdowns and he had almost two, I'm going to say almost 200 yards rushing. It was 178. Ran the ball. They have been just turning around and handing him the ball the last couple of games. 36 attempts. I think he's close to 80, 80 rushes in the last couple of games. He's getting the ball a lot. So Ibrahim still having a big year. Uh, he runs all over Northwestern as he should and uh, as he did. Iowa, they, I'm not, I'm, this game was going to be weird for me. I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know how to pick this one. But Iowa has definitely turned the corner lately. There was so much chat, especially on Twitter, about firing coaches, making some changes. They didn't do anything, but they started winning. They finally started scoring. They beat Jim Leonard and Wisconsin by 14, 24 to 10. Mertz had a touchdown for Wisconsin. Uh, Petrus did not for Iowa, so they were running the ball quite a bit. And uh, Iowa gets the win there, and they stay alive in the Big Ten West. My bets for this weekend, I thought I had it pulled up, and I don't. I'll talk about these quickly, and then I'm going to get into what I really, really want to talk about. Um, I had Ohio State and Indiana. All the <laughs> Every over-under that I chose for Saturday was wrong. Ohio State and Indiana under 58, that went over. Michigan and Nebraska, over 48 and a half. That went under. Minnesota and Northwestern, over 40 and a half. That went under. So I was 0 for 3 on over-unders this weekend. I did get Purdue right. I had them plus 6 and a half. Michigan State, I should have won that bet. I was told there was a touchdown late in the game for Rutgers that helped them cover. Uh, but I had Michigan State minus 9 and a half, and they won by 7. Is that what I just said? think it is let's just pop back to the scores and double check i think it was seven six 27 to 21 did i even talk about that game i don't think i did yeah i did i said they're about to be bowl eligible man my brain is not working today um they won the game by six and that's not 10 which is what i needed for that bet to go through so i lost that one as well and then um I had Penn State minus 10. They cover easily. Iowa plus one and a half. They cover easily. They won outright. And I thought that was going to happen. So I was I'm pretty happy about that. 29 and 37 on the year. I don't know if I'm going to get back to 500 at this point. I'm going to have some have to have two really good weeks. And I'm going to count the postseason as well. My bets that I put in for the postseason. So we'll see. It's going to, I'm going to have to work hard to get back to 500. But I was three and four on the week. And then, like I said, 29 and 37 for the year. Okay, this is what y'all came here for, though. The West right now, look at the standings out West. Actually, let me let me switch it up real quick because no one's talking about this. The East, it's Michigan and it's Ohio State. Penn State 
technically still has a chance, but they lost to Michigan, so they don't have a tiebreaker. Doesn't matter. Um, Michigan and Ohio State, one of them is going to win the East. So with two games left, Michigan is facing off against Illinois next week, an Illinois team who's reeling right now. And then they finish with, let me just make sure I got this correct. That is their basketball schedule. No, oh, it's the football schedule. I just clicked on the wrong thing. They finish with Ohio State. Of course, what am I thinking today? What is wrong with me? Of course, they finish with Ohio State. The game. That's what I'm talking about right now. Ohio State and Illinois and uh, Michigan. I'm looking at Ohio State. I'm looking at Illinois on Michigan's schedule. I am, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm going to get my mind right, right here. Let me take You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get my water out. I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to take a step back. And I'm going to start <clears throat> talking like I know what I'm talking about. Because I do. All right. Like I said, I went out all weekend. It's been, it's been a long weekend. But my brain is going to start working here. Okay. Michigan, they play Illinois next weekend, and then, of course, they play Ohio State at the end of the year. With only two games left, if you remember last year, Michigan lost to Michigan State, but then they beat Ohio State in the final game, so they ended up having the tiebreaker and winning the East. So, really, the Illinois game doesn't have a big impact for Michigan. They can still lose that game, beat Ohio State, and go to the championship. Same thing for Ohio State. I don't remember who their game is against this week, but I'm going to look it up right now. And they finish with Michigan. So as long as they win that Michigan game, they'll be going to Indianapolis. They play Maryland this weekend. Probably not going to have trouble with them, but if they do lose, it won't matter really because they still can beat Michigan. They'll have the same record if, Michigan's, if Michigan beats Illinois. I know there's a lot of ifs going on, but... Let's say Michigan beats Illinois, but Ohio State lost to Maryland. As long as they beat Michigan the last game of the year, they'll have the same record, and Ohio State will be the one going to Indianapolis. So really, it's going to come down to that last game uh, for the East because uh, it kind of really doesn't matter what happens this weekend. And I'm assuming that both of them are going to win because uh, you know they're better than the teams that they're playing. The West, though. This is where it gets crazy. The standings in the West right now, there are four teams tied with the same record in conference at four and three. It's Iowa, Purdue, Illinois, and Minnesota. Also, you have a team that is not eliminated yet, but getting really close, Wisconsin at three and four. Okay. Now, here's what everybody's, this is what I'm, I said last week, I was going to start dissecting this and I really want to get into this this week. Here's what people have to do, who they're playing, and what has to happen for them to win this division. Let's start with Illinois because they've had control of the division most of the season, and they just let it go the last two weeks. They finish with Michigan, like I just talked about, in Northwestern. They're for sure going to beat Northwestern. They hold the tiebreaker over Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa, so they're still in a good spot. However, they lost the tiebreaker to Purdue. So what does Illinois have to do? Well, the easiest thing they need to do is probably win their last two games. Michigan and Northwestern. Next week's could be tough. Um, but let's say that they only win one of those, like Northwestern. They also need Purdue to lose because if Purdue wins out and they have the same record and Illinois wins out, then Purdue's going to go and Illinois is going to be left at home. Iowa, they finish with Minnesota and Nebraska. 
they already beat Purdue and Wisconsin, but they lost to Illinois. So Iowa, you need Illinois to definitely lose against Michigan, and then you want to win those last two games. I think that they can. Minnesota and Nebraska are winnable games for Iowa. Um, and they already hold the tiebreaker over Purdue and Wisconsin, so they'll be good right there. And they'll hold the tiebreaker over Minnesota as well because they play them this week. Purdue, they have the easiest schedule to finish up the last two games. They have Northwestern this week, and then they finish with Indiana, who's been playing really bad. They have the tiebreaker against Illinois and Minnesota, but they lost to Iowa and Wisconsin. So they are, I'm going to go ahead and say they're probably going to win out. That's the most likely scenario because the, those two teams are so bad. But they also need Iowa and Wisconsin to both lose at least one game. So they're going to start cheering for, like, they'll start cheering for Minnesota next week to be Iowa. And then they'll cheer for whoever um, Wisconsin's going to play, Nebraska or Minnesota. They'll be, if Minnesota, well, that's kind of what they need. They need them to win out. And they have the tiebreaker against Minnesota. So Purdue has the best shot really right now. Minnesota, they finish with Iowa and Wisconsin. They have no tiebreakers. They haven't beat any of the teams that are in contention right now. And they still play two of them that are still in contention. So Minnesota is really in trouble. Uh, they already lost to Illinois and Purdue. They have to win out. They need Illinois and Purdue to lose, of course. And then they'll probably need... The, it's going to be tough for them to win out because Iowa and Wisconsin are right there and they're both going to try to win that game. And I, I think that Iowa's better than them. So I don't like Minnesota's chances right now, but it's not completely over. What, what I think might could happen if Minnesota pulls an upset, I'm going to say upset against Iowa this week, and they ended up winning out and they finished six and three in the division. Purdue's going to be six and three as well. And they already lost to Purdue. So Purdue will be the one that goes to Indianapolis. And then lastly, Wisconsin Wisconsin needs a lot of help. They finished with Nebraska and Minnesota, so they'll probably win the first and maybe the second. They The only tiebreaker they hold right now is against Purdue, which is helpful, but they're going to need them to lose a game, which, I don't, like I said, I don't know if they will. And then they already lost to uh, Illinois and Iowa, so they, they, just, they just need a ton. They need so much going on right now. They have to win their last two games. Illinois and Iowa both have to lose out, basically, because they're going to have to jump them in the standings because they don't have the tiebreaker. And they're also still going to have to uh, beat Minnesota the last game of the year. So Wisconsin, not very likely that they're going to jump ahead and take the lead in the Big Ten West, but it is still possible, and it will still be exciting to watch here towards the end of the year. That was a lot of work. That was a lot of teams, a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. But there's only two weeks left. Another but. But there's only two weeks left. And it would be easy to just say, I'm not going to talk about it and I'm going to wait until next week. But there's so many implications with the games that are going on this weekend that I wanted to kind of lay out that scenario. Next week, it'll be, I say it'll be clear. It's still possible that there'll be three or four teams that could win the West next week. And there'll be like a round table of things that need to happen, like a round robin for each team to win. Um, starting with a win, of course, they're going to have to win their last game probably to win it. But uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out in the West and uh, see who actually gets to go to Indianapolis and lose to Ohio State or Michigan. 
because that's what's going to happen, I'm guessing. Um, really fun game. I'm still going to do a preview episode on Thursday to talk about the games that are coming up, but now that I've already got this West talk out of the way, we won't have to discuss that. We'll be able to just talk directly about the games that are taking place this weekend, which will be a really exciting weekend. All right, let's finish up with some shout-outs. Uh, I have DRM69. He's an Iowa fan. These are all followers. They didn't say anything to me on Twitter or reply or retweet anything. I just found some people that were following me in my little list of followers. I just found three random people, and DRM69, you were one of them. Iowa fan, still got a chance this year. Still got a chance. So we'll see how they finish up. Good luck to DRM69 and his Hawkeyes. Scarlet Jersey, he is an Ohio State fan, believe it or not, with that Twitter name, Scarlet Jersey. Thank you for following along Casual Big Ten on Twitter. Really appreciate it. Hopefully you are listening to this episode and you enjoy it and maybe continue to listen even. That would be awesome. And then last, I have a Purdue fan. His name is Drunk underscore Rowdy. Drunk underscore Rowdy. Drunk and Rowdy. I love people like that. Those are my favorite people to hang out with. So uh, drunk and rowdy, drunk. It's not drunk and rowdy. It's drunk underscore rowdy. Drunk rowdy, appreciate you following along the Twitter account. Hopefully you've been enjoying that. And uh, you'll get tagged in this episode when I put it out. And hopefully you'll enjoy this as well. Be back tomorrow with some basketball talk. Um, and then, of course, on Thursday, talking more football about what's coming up for the weekend. Really exciting time of year. Super exciting time of year. Lots to watch. Now we're in midweek. We're watching basketball games. So this is great. It's just a great time of year. It's a great time to be a fan of the Big Ten. I almost said that wrong. That's how bad my mind is working. I almost said Big Ten wrong. Um, thanks, everybody, that's been listening. I really appreciate it. The numbers have continued to go up on the podcast listens. I don't know why, but I do appreciate everybody that has been listening and sharing it and uh Telling it, maybe you even told somebody about it. That would have been cool if someone did that. Maybe that's happening. Um, but thank you, everybody that's been listening and following along. And um, we'll see y'all tomorrow with some hoops talk.